The Minnesota Wild finished the first half of the season with a trouncing of the Chicago Blackhawks. We recap the game, the first half of the year, and look ahead to what is going to be a busy second half of the season today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever. You listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap the 5-0 win over the Chicago Blackhawks to finish off the first half of the regular season and some historical accomplishments that the Wild have put together over the last couple of weeks. It's been an unbelievable run for the Wild, so we'll talk about that and we'll look ahead to uh, what is going to be a jam-packed second half of the season. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer here through all of the highs and lows covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now at the helm of Locked on Wild. Happy to have you along for a Thursday edition of the show. The Minnesota Wild wasted no time in dispatching the Chicago Blackhawks, a game that uh, I think most of the NHL was happy to see Chicago lose last night due to uh, some events taking place with uh, Chicago executives at a town hall before the game. Uh, But looking at the game in and of itself, we saw what typically has happened uh, for the Wild when they go on the road. They get a good fight for the first couple of minutes from the opposition. And with Marcus Foligno out of the lineup for the Wild, Very interesting that Chicago chose to uh, try to be super physical uh, to start off the game. It it worked for the first, you know, two or three minutes of the the beginning of the game. And then as the Wild have pretty much all season, they they said, enough, we're bored, let's uh, let's put this thing away. And they they just made Mark Andre Fleury's night miserable. Uh, in route to a uh, another win, five nothing win, that really was uh, a no sweat game for a team missing Marcus Foligno and Matt Dumba. You really could not tell that either player was out of the lineup. Now, coming off of yesterday's show, in which we uh, we looked at the merits, if the Wild do need to make an off season trade of either Kevin Fiala or Matt Dumba, and I think the needle moved even a little further towards Kevin Fiala after uh, his performance in last night's game. Another goal, another great moment um, with Matt Boldy. Some more chemistry built between those guys. Freddie Goudreau is starting to uh, put things together as the center for that line. And these, these elements that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks have really really started to uh, to come together and to uh, to push this team towards the most wins. Think about this. The most wins that the Wild have had in franchise history 
through their first 41 games of the season. They're 28, 10, and 3. And what felt like kind of weird to say uh, before the team got to the Winter Classic is now kind of becoming a reality is that by all accounts, this is probably the best team that the Minnesota Wild have had in franchise history. The line combinations are so set. They are so prolific in scoring. This team just, you know, you can kind of you can kind of weed out some things based off of performance. Like if a team has a ton of of one goal wins, um, and the goal differential's not great, you can kind of point to it and say, yeah, they're they're doing well, but there's always going to be kind of that equalizer. Wild in the Western Conference have the second most goals, uh, third most or second most goals. I was correct the first time. Second most goals. They have allowed the second fewest, and they have played officially now the fewest games in the Western Conference. So second most goals scored, second fewest goals given up in the entire Western Conference for the team that has played the fewest games in the West and firmly entrenched now in the top three, one point behind the Nashville Predators with five games in hand there. Uh, The Colorado Avalanche finally lost. And so the Minnesota Wild head into the All-Star break. It's the hottest team in the NHL, and if people watching last night were seeing this team play for the first time on the national scale uh, with the game being on TNT, you saw what a lot of Wild fans have seen pretty much all season is just taking care of business, overcoming either a slow start or just as much of a fight as you're going to see from the opponent, and then just turning it into an absolute laugher. I mean, it didn't matter what line was out there against the Blackhawks. The Kaprizov line, the Fiala line, the Erickson Eck line, the Sturm line, all were productive, all were very good. And it kind of surprised me that this was the first shutout that we've seen this season. But, um, you know, the the goaltending has been um, a point that while not being as as strong as it was last year, hasn't had to be. And so uh, I think it was super enjoyable to see Cam Talbot get the first shutout of the year, uh, albeit against Chicago. But this is just a, a highly repeatable formula for this wild team is just, just relentless attack from a, a series of lines that are just so finely tuned. And if you can find a way to weather it and survive it, good for you. But fewer and fewer teams are coming up with ways to be able to do so. And when you've got players like Kirill Kaprizov leading the charge, more points already this season than he had all of last year combined, and Kevin Fiala, who now has tied the franchise record for point most consecutive games with a point franchise record and has started to uh, to heat up 
all of this seemed to be unlocked when Matt Boldy got the call to come up and uh, and help the team out. You know, that's been a common common refrain over uh, the last you know ten games, and add that to everything else that has worked for this team. And you go in to the All-Star break on an absolute high with the opportunity to get fully healthy. And so when the Wild hit that skid right around the Winter Classic, when everything got thrown out of whack with the schedule and the injuries, we, we said pretty regularly on this show, let's just get healthy. Let's just get back into a regular flow of games so that uh, we can get back on track and get back into the uh, the thick of things. The Wilds are going to make up all those games that they missed in February. And so if they can stay healthy during the month of February, this team is going to probably, depending on how Colorado does, Colorado is you know the Usain Bolt of this race right now. The Wilds may get to a point where they can tap Colorado on the shoulder and say, on your left. That's how good this team is. And they've been doing this all season without being at full strength. And it sounds like with Marcus Foligno, things were, were kept on a precautionary level. That's why he was held out of the, of the game last night, giving him a a longer opportunity to uh, to rest up and to heal. If he's back come the second half of the season and, you know, Matt Dumba was day-to-day, put him back into the mix, you get a fully healthy team with a lot of depth that has been battle-tested numerous times. It's, it's stacking up. It's stacking up in a way that, you know, us that cover the team – look back to some of those other wild teams that kind of defied the odds to, uh, to go into the, uh, the conference finals uh, in either um, the early 2000s or in their most recent run to the Western Conference Finals. You're looking at what those teams did and you know how they kind of had to get hot late to, to make those types of runs. This team is poised to do that as well with uh, with how they've played and with how they will continue to play as long as they stay healthy. So a great win against Chicago. Really can't go into the All-Star break feeling much better than the Wild do right now. And so we'll take it, and uh, we'll just hope that the team continues to do it in the month of February. So sorry, Chicago. You, uh, you had to be on the wrong end of this one tonight, but you know after uh, some of the things that um, were said by uh, Chicago executives at that town hall, um, I really don't care. I'm uh, totally fine with seeing Chicago on the wrong end of a laugher. So first half of the season could not really end any better. And uh, for the Wild, we will take a look at some of the historical numbers that uh, Minnesota put up in the first half of the season and current historical streaks that many wild players are on right now. We will uh, take a look at all of that next here on Locked on Wild. 
Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, the NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new, amazing offers available for the 2022 season. You can find all of it at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Looking at the uh, first half, wrapping up a neat and tidy bow on the first 41 games of the season for the Minnesota Wild, which find them at 28-10-3, which is the most wins through the first half of the season ever. Team history, they've never done it. And uh, so we're, uh, we're looking at some pretty historically good numbers for this Minnesota Wild team. And uh, I'll throw a few of them out there for you, and we'll just kind of we'll just kind of digest them and uh, and see how they sound as uh, as the uh, the All Star break gets going. But uh, the Wild extended their win streak to six games and point streak to a season high ten games. Nine zero and one in their last ten games are the Minnesota Wild. The six-game win streak is the longest active win streak in the NHL, and Minnesota becomes the third team to record multiple six-plus game win streaks this season. Colorado and Pittsburgh are the others. Wild, of course, had that eight-gamer earlier in the season. So getting hot, and uh, I, I truly wonder what sort of run this team would be on if not for you know the injuries and for the postponements to kind of derail things um, a month ago. I, I truly wonder where the team would be at, but, you know, we'll, we'll never probably know the answer to that question. And really, it doesn't matter because uh, the team is just continuing to, uh, to make opponents pay for, uh, for what they have been uh, able to do this year. So, team-wise... On a uh, a heater, as the uh, the kids like to call it, and that's not all. Cam Talbot, of course, with the shutout, uh, earns his first shutout of the season and twenty fifth of his career, and third as a member of the Minnesota Wild. Talbot is eighteen eight and one in twenty seven starts this season. His most wins in the first half of a season, and he ranks tenth in the NHL in wins. Uh, again, with Talbot, with what we've seen from Capo Kakinen, would like to see the starts a little more even, um, especially in the month of February with games pretty much every other day throughout the course of the entire month. Let's, uh, let's keep everybody fresh, not, uh, not hit that burnout factor um, so that we can have both of those guys at their best uh, all the way down the stretch. So Talbot, doing great. And uh, continuing to help try to solidify the uh, the goalie situation for the Wild. How about Kirill Kaprizov? His team leading 19th goal of the season, stretching his point streak to a career-high eight games. He has 21 points, nine goals, 12 assists in his last 12 games. 
He is tied for seventh in the NHL in scoring this season with 53 points, 19 goals, 34 assists. Again, that's more points than he had all of last season. Already. A half of the way into the season, he's on pace for over 100. Kirill Kaprizov has found a way to be better this year than he was last year. And, you know, he has the benefit of great chemistry with Matt Zuccarello, a, um, a huge emergence from Ryan Hartman as the center for that team, for that line, has really unlocked this offense for this team. So just continuing to click, continuing to do amazing things. And you look at Kaprizov as kind of the, the, the one that stirs the drink that is the Minnesota Wild offense. Uh, Kevin Fiala getting going has really helped as well. Um, Fiala with his uh, uh, ninth multi-point game of the season, his third multi-point game in his last four. He has 16 points, nine goals, seven assists in his career-best 12-game point streak, and he's up to 34 points, 13 goals, 21 assists on the season. Uh, a slow start for Fiala, but he's found similar chemistry to Kaprizov and Zuccarello with Matt Boldy, and that combo just continues to soar and uh, to bring this team to a whole new level offensively. So some great stuff from Kevin Fiala, who tied Mikhail Granlin for the longest point streak in franchise history at 12 games. Uh, also, his center on his line, Freddie Goudreau, had uh, a two-point night. His fourth career multi-point game, first this season and his first since November 6th of 2021. Goudreau has already set career highs in goals, four, assists, 11, and points, 15, this season. So, obviously, locked on wild, team Claude Giroux. Go get him, bring him here, put him on that line. If Freddie Goudreau continues to score and continues to you know, be a productive member of that Fiala line, well, then at that point, it might be a situation where even I would say, let's just roll with what we've got. So big key to this team for the second half. We'll, when we get to the, uh, the end of the All-Star break and we, we gear up for the official start of the second half of the season, we'll look a little more at some of the keys to how this wild team can continue this role in the second half. But if Freddie Goudreau adds some offense to that Fiala line, look out. This team just is going to continue to be you know, as absurdly good as they have been. Um, so you got the Capri's off line. you got the Fiala line. you got the fourth line, which is starting to do some things over the last few games. Nico Sturm adding a goal. Uh, he has four points in his last two games, two goals, two assists. He owns 16 points, eight goals, eight assists in 39 games this season. He's already one point shy of tying his career best in points set in 50 games last season. So the fourth line doing some really good things to, uh, to help out this offense as well. Um, but obviously sticking with the same refrain, uh, in that the Fiala-Boldy connection has really allowed this team to ascend offensively. 
Matt Boldy becomes the first skater in Minnesota Wild history to post at least 10 points through his first 10 NHL games among those who debuted with the club. Minnesota Wild PR also uh, responsible for all of these tweets that I'm going through. Um, this also on Boldy. Since 2012-2013, only five players have posted more points through their first 10 NHL games. Elias Pettersson in, uh, with 16 points with Vancouver in 2018-2019. Um, and that was the, uh, that was the tops of the list. Um, Butcher with the New Jersey Devils in 2017, 2018 had 11 Anders Lee with the New York Islanders from 2012, 2013 to 2013, 2014. He had 11 points, uh, chase on with Dallas 2012 to 2013, 2013 to 2014. He had 11 and then Conacher with the Tampa Bay Lightning, 2012 to 2013, he had 12 points in his first 10 games. So, Boldy making history as well with his performance. But all in all, a historic first half for the Minnesota Wild, which has led to wide belief that this team has what it takes to make a deep run. You heard it in the uh, the national broadcast, although... I was a little disappointed that they went the angle of uh, this team has no depth because this team has everything, including depth. Um, You could argue that the depth is the reason that the team is as good as they are because they have had to come in and fill in for injuries and have done a wonderful job of that. So... Nice to see the Wild getting some national attention, but take it from me, the uh, the depth on this team is just fine. Uh, we're going to finish today, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of do this here over the next couple of days just to gear up for the, uh, the second half of the season. Um, we're going to talk about that depth that has led to the, uh, the Minnesota Wild being able to get to this point halfway through the season. So uh, we'll finish by talking about some of the depth guys that have really helped this team uh, to reach new heights. That will finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your chain, local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who knows? And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So head to RockAuto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at RockAuto. Dot com. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first 
listen every day. Just recapping what we've seen from the Wilds in the first half of the season, what we saw last night in the 5-0 win against the Chicago Blackhawks. And as I alluded to last segment, just had to do a little bit of a double take when listening to the uh, the national broadcast and um, the uh, the TNT studio crew asking uh, near the end of the game if the Wild are a legitimate Stanley Cup contender and uh, Anson Carter saying, well, you know, I, I wonder about their depth a little bit. Well, that depth, which includes the likes of Matt Boldy, who has uh, transformed this wild offense, um, you've also got the likes of Brandon Duhame, a good example of that wild depth, the guy who made the team out of training camp and has not missed a beat since uh, since being part of this team, a guy who was you know, not really expected to have a role on this team before the season started, just ended up winning one of the final roster spots and has become just a, a very, very key part of, uh, of what the team is trying to build. Played in place of Marcus Foligno last night on the Erickson Eck line. Did a great job. He is a physical player that you know helps establish some of that identity on the ice. We've seen Connor Dewar come up in place of Nick Bugstad, who continues to try to work his way back from injury. Has stepped in, grinded it out, plays very valuable team minutes on that fourth line. That's another depth guy that has helped this team. Kalen Addison has come up and helped this team on more than a few occasions, uh, filling in for pretty much any of the defensemen that uh, that have found their way out of the lineup. You've also got Adam Beckman, who has uh, has helped this team uh, a couple of times, and he was very close to making the final roster in training camp. And we we talk about a guy who has some huge future plans with the Minnesota Wilds, that of course being Marco Rossi, who has uh, has played a few games this season as well when the Wild were dealing with injuries and COVID, came up and uh, and filled in as well. So, you know, <laughs> you, you look at this team and what has allowed them to be so good for the entirety of the season. It's the depth. It's the depth that has allowed this team as much success as it's had. The non-reliance on one player, the ability for Dean Evason to trot any of those line combinations out there and be confident with them to be able to produce and get the results that he's looking for. It's the depth that has allowed this wild team to be as good this season as they've ever been in franchise history. So... It, it just it seems like something that's easily checkable uh, from the national perspective, but at the end of the day, you know, that's why we're here to, uh, to keep you as up-to-date and informed on everything going on with the Minnesota Wild um, as we possibly can. That's why uh, all of those national hosts have a little bit more of a broad-stroke look uh, than we do. So 
huge tip of the cap to the depth for the Minnesota Wild to get us to this point in the first half of the season. Uh, as I alluded to as well, going to see Marcus Foligno back. I would be shocked if we don't uh, for the resumption of the second half against Winnipeg. Matt Dumba as well. So what does that mean for the uh, the lineup? Well, I think it means Victor Rask is going to go back to the taxi squad uh, because I don't think you can make any sort of an argument to take Brandon Duhame or Connor Dewar out of the lineup at all. Put Felino back on his line, put Dewar and Duhame back on their line, and uh, sorry, Victor Rask, but it just... It's, it's a game of musical chairs, and there just isn't a spot for him uh, to sit once those guys are back. And then you, uh, you another good example of the depth this year, and you know I've been, I've been critical of his performance at points throughout the season. Jordy Ben has, uh, has stepped in numerous times with players on the shelf. You know, the, the wild have had to endure the loss of. Jared Spurgeon, Jonas Brodeen. Uh, there was a stretch where both of them were out. And uh, Jordy Ben stepped in and, you know, he's he doesn't give you the uh, the offensive upside that, uh, that a Kalen Addison would. But he's physical, he's big, and uh, he does great on the penalty kill. So that's another depth move that the, uh, the Wild made coming into this season, and a guy who it took him a while to get into a game this year, but he's played some good minutes for this team. And so, you know, that again, that's a depth thing. So if you want to look at uh, the big reasons that the Wild have been as successful as they have, this offense really took off, and depth And that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So, again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Just floored, honestly, by the number of people that listen to the show on a daily basis and uh, interact on social media, interact on YouTube. Um, I I do try to make a point to get to everybody's comments because I, I do really enjoy interacting with everybody that listens. And, uh, and just talking wild hockey. So keep it coming. We're going to keep the content flowing for you. And uh, we're just going to continue to enjoy what this team has done and uh, what they put out there on the ice because I'm not going to lie. It's, this is as fun of a team as I've ever covered and hoping that that leads to something big at the, uh, at the end of the season. But Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to swing over to the Locked On NHL podcast. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories surrounding the NHL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Locked On NHL is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Just like Locked On Wild, we're available wherever you listen and uh, we're available anytime you want to listen. So make sure to check out Locked on Wild. Follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Also check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We are everywhere trying to keep you as up to date on Minnesota Wild hockey as we possibly can so that if big news or a puck drops anywhere in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered 
every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.